0: Today, I began a brief series on grace, growing in grace, and um, I, I am going to do something a little bit different today than what I usually do on a Sunday, and I won't be preaching a sermon per se, but I'll be telling you a story today, and uh, the story is a little lengthy, so it will take the time of the sermon, but today, as you look in your bulletin, the story is called what? the parable of the king and next week is going to be called the parable of the king explained i hated it when they had one of those to be continued shows but i guess victim of reality (laughs) we will do that now the first time i heard this story was in 1996 just a couple years ago Uh, Here we are in 2014. But in 96, it was actually published under a different title by Max Lucado. How many of you have heard of Max Lucado? So he published the story under a different title, and the story is a little different. But this is the parable of the king, my version for today. In a faraway mountain, beautiful as can be. The kingdom sat there, and there was a king with a beautiful palace and grounds. The king had actually five sons, and uh, the first older, firstborn son was rather obedient and faithful to his father, the king. The other four were a little rambunctious and rebellious and perhaps too curious, and the father had warned them repeatedly, had actually begged them not to go close to the river. The river was very fierce and strong and had no mercy for anyone. But the guys, you know, as one day they were playing, they got closer to the river and closer to the river, and guess what happened? One of them said to the other three, Hey, guys, I want to touch the river, so why don't you hold on to me? Then the other one holds on to the other one. The other one holds on to the other one. And they said, Oh, no, we're not going to do that. Father has told us not to do it. So they decided to go back home, and like every evening, they sat down with Father by the fire in the palace, and they had a wonderful conversation of the day's doings and beatings. The following day, the brothers were out playing again, and they got close to the river because the lure of the river was too strong. And they got closer, and the one who had the great idea said, hey guys, why don't we try this What we're about to do tomorrow? And he went ahead, and they all held their hands to each other, and as they touched the water, they didn't realize the water was so strong that the current swept all four of them away. And they rumbled and tumbled and swirled, and they just gurgled as they went through the river. The Current was too fast. They were hitting rocks, smacking on, on, on branches that was also flowing as fast as they could. They were trying to survive. They were trying to get their breath. They couldn't. They just couldn't fight the current. It was too strong. It was too strong for them to fight. And they gave up. They gave up, but the river just kept, swung them away until the river actually dumped them in an area, a little beach in the river where they were actually able to get out. And walk out they realized they were very far away from home they had landed actually in a land that was not very hospitable it wasn't like the hills where the king's palace was it wasn't the kind of weather it was cold and, and nasty the ground was rocky and inhospitable There were savages in that land. So they stayed by the riverside, hoping to figure out how to get back home. So they tried to get back in the water, and they couldn't because it was too strong. They tried, secondly, to walk along the river edge, but it was too steep because it was all cliffs. It was like a canyon. Then they tried to go above the rugged mountains, and they figured out they couldn't do it because it was too steep. And they did not know the way. So the four brothers actually decided to settle in the land that they were at. And they built a fire. And they sat together, all four of them, in the fire every evening. Reminiscing about home. Reminiscing about the Father, His kingdom. The beauty of the land and the old days that they had with Father and Firstborn, their older brother. They all committed to go back. They never, they committed not to lose hope as they sat by the fire every evening, one evening, instead of four showing up at the fire, only one showed um, only three showed up at the fire. The other three were concerned and what happened to our brother? So they set out to look for him. They set out to look for that one brother who was obviously lost or had chosen not to come by the fire they found him they found him in the valley living with the savages and this one this is brother what are you doing you're supposed to be with us in the fire remembering father and remembering the kingdom this is what kingdom what father if he really cared for us said that son he would have actually sent help for us but forget him i'm here now so here i'm going to do like these people do. I'm going to join them in their life. I'm going to do as they do, because forget that story is by the fire. He ain't coming back for us. We have sinned. We broke his law. We broke his commandments. We are not worthy. So give it up, guys. The three brothers heard the brother that had given it up, and he had decided to indulge and become kind of like a hedonist. I'm going to party until I die. That's all there's worth. So the hiddenness indulged it, gave it all up. The three brothers went back to the fire. Rather sadly, the one brother had left them. And, and as they're gathering the fire, they remember the hope of the palace. They remember the beauty of the kingdom that they came from. They remember the love of the king and the love of the firstborn older brother. The next morning when they woke up, they only found two. Second brother had disappeared. So they went looking for that second brother and they found him not far away from the other one who was building a hut now because he was going to live with the savages. They found him not far away on a hill looking at the valley where the brother was. And when the two brothers approached this one brother who had left them, what are you doing here? You should be in the fire with us. Oh, oh, oh no, I'm not going to be in the fire because you know what? Look what this one is doing. I'm going to make sure, I'm going to make sure, and I'm going to watch, I'm going to take note, I'm going to keep an account of what this heathen hidden hiddenness is doing because, oh, yes, I may have failed father, I may have failed the king by not obeying his command, but my sin is nothing compared to his. So I'm going to hang around and watch him and make sure I record every evil deed that he does because when Father comes, if he comes, I will give him a ledger and he will see that he has to accept me because I behaved better than this other brother of mine. The other two were saddened by the comments and they realized that this one had become basically a fault-finding, judgmental person. He had become that. They went by the fire. The two brothers were left. And suddenly, uh, when the next day, only one was there. So the youngest one was the faithful one who stayed by the fire. The other one left. So now one had gone out to build a house to live with the savages. The other one decided to give it all up and, 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 and start finding the faults for everybody so that he will be okay before God or the father king. And this third one, when the younger brother went to find him, he found him by the river, stacking rocks, stacking rock upon rock, rock upon rock. The younger brother approaches him and says, what are you doing? What's happening with you? Oh, we have failed, Father. We have fallen into, into this grace with Father. So I got to work myself back. And I'm going to put rock upon rock, rock upon rock by the side of this river until I get back to the kingdom. And when I show up to Father, he will allow me to go back in because he will realize how much I have worked to get back to the kingdom. The younger son, perplexed at that reply, basically said, I'm going back to the fire by myself. And he returned back to the fire realizing that one brother had become a hedonist who gave it all up and just wanted to party on down. The other one actually decided to become a judgmental condemner fault finding. And this one was punishing himself, working out to get back to the kingdom, working his way out. So we have the younger brother by the fire alone, sad at what the other three had done, remembering the father, remembering the king and the kingdom, remembering the beauty of the relationship with his father and his older brother, the firstborn. Quietly by the fire, he suddenly hears the words, Hi, father has sent me to get you. When he looks back, his firstborn firstborn had actually abandoned the kingdom and had come to pick them up. The father had sent the firstborn to get him. But he was now alone there by the fire and the firstborn asked the other ones, where are your brothers? And the youngest one replied, well one decided to build a house and stay here. He likes it better here. At least he thinks it's better. The other one decided to just watch him and accuse him and keep a record. And the other one is by the river trying to make his way back home on his own. Older brother shook his head and decided to go visit the first brother who was building the hut, who was a self-indulgent, who had given it all up, disregard God, and just play and live with the savages. The firstborn approaches them and says, What are you doing here? You belong in a castle. You are a prince. You belong to the most beautiful kingdom. This is my house. I know what you're here for. You're here to take my house away. This is not even a a, a, a hut. How do you dare to call this a house when you used to live in a mansion? This is what I got in his mind. Go, go. I don't need you because you have been sent here to take away my stuff and take away my things and kill my joy. I know you're a joy killer. I'm your older brother, the firstborn replied. And there for a second, that one rebellious brother looked at the eyes of the older brother. And he may have seen something familiar. No! Get away! You have come for my stuff. I don't trust you. And firstborn walked away sad. He decided to find the, the, the second brother. He wasn't a distance away because he was watching what this guy was doing. So he was just up a hill in the valley. And when he approaches the fault-founding judgmental brother, he says, What are you doing? You should be in by the fire with your other brother. I have come over to pick you guys up and take you back home. Oh, no. I'm not going with you. You know why? Because I'm here and I have a good record of what this brother of ours has been doing and I'm going to make sure that when father compares that I'm going to be okay. I am not living actually. Let me show you. Let me show you what he's doing. He's right now having a party with the savages. And firstborn approached him and said, "But you shouldn't be doing that. He's your brother." Oh, I know who you are. Satan, get thee behind me. Now you have come to distract me. You have come to tell me that I'm not doing this right. Of course I'm doing this right. I am keeping records. I'm going to make sure that when Father sees my sins, he will compare them and they are nothing compared to these guys. First one realized that this guy was into self-righteousness, heavy duty, and decided to walk away sad and find the third brother, who was actually by the river, stuck in rock. Upon rock, upon rock, upon rock. And firstborn brother of priests says, What are you doing? I'm going to make my, I'm going to get myself back to the kingdom. I'm going to work myself back because I have failed my father. I have violated the rules and I will earn my way back. The firstborn says, Well, favor, worked out favor is no favor. And worked out mercy. It's no real mercy, but I'm going to make my way back, he said. But you have only laid down five rocks, and you need five million. I'm going to make myself, in this life or the other, if there is another life, I'm going to make myself back. Firstborn brother, disappointed in the reaction of the three, decided to go back to the fire where the younger brother was sitting quietly. And the younger brother saw his firstborn brother approach and said, So, are they coming? And the firstborn said, No. They've actually decided to stay. One's going to pretend he lives a life. The other one decided to blame and be self-righteous. Well, the third one is just going to try to work his way back. And the younger brother asked Do you think Father will forgive us? Do you think Father King will forgive us?" And the firstborn replied, yes, actually, he has already forgiven you. That is why I am here. And the firstborn climbed on the shoulders of the, and the younger one climbed on the shoulders of the firstborn, and they both went back home. Amen.